Welcome to the Happy Healthy Life Podcast with your hosts, Rob and Randy, who reveal the truth, the lies, and confusion about health so that you are no longer the victim to mainstream medical dogma and you are the hero to your own happy, healthy story. Hey guys, and welcome back to the Happy Healthy Life Podcast with your hosts, Rob and Randy. What's up, guys? Two folks who have overcome metabolic issues. I would say Randy, so. Randy overcame cancer, yeah. myself, metabolic syndrome. Late stage cancer, giving me no hope. You're dead in two months. And metabolically speaking, we knew that wasn't true. Yep. And so I was able to turn that around in about 90 days. And then for you, metabolically, um, you know, the uh, the weight issue that you'd struggle with really since you were a kid. Absolutely. Along with who knows however many kind of chronic illnesses or conditions that were building inside my body at that same exact time. Oh, yeah. You were yeah. You, you didn't have cancer yet. Yeah. Right. You didn't have diabetes yet. So remember, if you're not metabolically healthy, obesity and chronic illness, those are symptoms of a metabolic problem, totally. which, by the way, can be corrected, can be changed and can be turned around. You just can't swallow health and take pills to fix that. We know that is for dang sure. So anyway, if you've not listened to us your first time tuning in, we are experts in this arena, not just because we have put the work in, but because we live it, breathe it, and it's yeah. changed our life. We've been there. And the one we thing have. to understand too, is there's no one single magic bullet. It's, yeah. it's a lot of things. And one of the things that we talk about is how we even got to this place. And really it's been a lot of pulling things from over here, looking at this over here, looking at this over here, because yeah. what we know about the body is the body is dynamic, that's right? Amazing. You can't give it just one thing and expect the whole entire system to be <laughs> healthy. And I think that's yeah. one of the things that we've been taught is, Hey, take this pill, yeah, take this drug and it fixes everything. Or just cut out carbs or stop eating sugar yes. or start fasting. Like there's all these little things like in isolation that maybe has some benefit, but the body's not, it's just too complex. But with that being said, there are simple solutions and there's yes. a real system that you can use to turn that around. And it's not that hard. It's really not even that expensive because a lot of times that's one of the excuses we use. Well, I don't have the money or even the time to do that. The reality is you can't afford not to make your health a priority and you sure as heck aren't going to get more time. When you're out of time, you're never going to wish you'd have invested in your health and lived your best life. So don't ever let time or money be an excuse those are the reasons that you need to make sure you're investing your time and your money into your health. That's some real talk right there. Real so talk, let's, baby. Let's, let's get right into this because number one, here, here's the thing. If you're really going to get healthy, truly get healthy from above down and inside out, like we talk about, then there's some shifts that you're going to need to make. There's some mindset set. I can't even, I almost said mind shit. That's kind of what happens, right? <laughs> some <laughs> mindset shifts uh, that need to be made. Okay. Right, so right. So the first mindset shift that people really need to make is, 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 is this, okay. is, is getting into agreement with yourself that I'm ready and willing to do whatever it's going to take in order to be healthy. I'm willing to do the hard work. Mm, that is that is huge, huge, huge. Because, you know, we've uh, consulted now over the years, what, thousands and thousands of clients, patients. And we always would ask them one question is on a scale to one to 10. It's an, it's, it's right there on 10, the intake for I, being... <laughs> I love, love looking at that, right? When we, when they sit down. Well, it tells you a lot about who you're working with. Um, for sure. You might, if you're listening, you might want to even ask this question to yourself, but you know, it's always a scale of one to 10, one being, you really don't have a lot of interest. Not sure why you're here. 10 being you're willing to do whatever it's going to take 
to get the desired result, whether that's to lose weight, to regain your health, come off medication, you know, whatever that is. And that, and that could be applied to anything in life. And of course, the only acceptable answer and the only people that we're able to work with are people who put a 10, because what we found is a lot of times, Rob, if you've noticed this, a lot of times people will assume that question is about our program or our approach or the strategy what you wanted to implement. By the way, we don't need uh, any more evidence at this point, just so you guys know. Uh, we have the evidence is in, the verdict is out. We know what the heck we're doing. We know what we can and can't do, and we can get great results. But with that being said, the question was never about, can we help them? The question was about, are you willing to do what it's going to take? Because it doesn't matter what program or strategy you try, if you're not ready to put the work in and do whatever it takes, you're really just not ready. And you're really lying to yourself that you want a solution. A nine, an eight, a six, a seven, those are really numbers that say, you know what? I'm really just wasting everybody's time. I'm not really committed and I just need more information. And you don't need more information. You need to decide I'm sick and tired of looking and feeling this way and I'm ready to do whatever it takes. It has nothing to do with us. It has everything to do with you. What number are you at? When you say you want something, right? What does that number mean? And if it's not a 10, it's, listen, if it's not a 15, you're probably not going to get, you're saying one thing, yet you're behaving and thinking in a complete opposite way. I've been guilty of that. I've said certain things and I'm like kind of toe in the water and you don't get the result unless you dive in head first. Yeah, because what you're doing is you're giving yourself permission and excuse to not actually follow through with whatever it is. I know for you and I right now, we're doing this program called 75 Hard. You guys have heard us talk about it before. Yeah. And even when I woke up this morning, if I would have said, okay, I'm an eight on doing 75 hard mm. and not a 10, okay? This morning, as an example, it's freaking cold outside. It dropped <laughs> like 30 degrees from yeah. yesterday to today here, totally. here in Texas, freaking cold. And I get up and I can hear the wind howling outside. And I'm like, all right. I said, you know what? I'm really tired. I can sleep in a little bit more. I'll do it later. I will, um, I just don't want to get up right now. Right. And yeah. so, so that, I hear that so, voice so, almost every morning. Yeah. So the question in my brain was, um, can you do it later? Or why don't we do, why don't we do it later? And so that was what we call our, or Andy, Andy Frasilla from 75 hard <laughs> refers to it as this. Here's the disclaimer right here. I'm going to say a curse word because this is what he says, but he yeah. says, Hey, you know, when that bitch voice yeah. is talking to you, you got to tell that bitch voice to, to shut up. And that also is part of you that's in there, but it's that part of you that's a seven, eight, or a nine, not the 10. So I have to ask a better question, yeah. right? And the better question is, who really are you? And the answer to that question is, I'm a happy, healthy, fit person yep. that gets his ass out of bed to be in integrity with himself, <laughs> who does what he says he's going to do. And I got up, went outside, did my workout. Yeah, was it cold? But I tell you what, I enjoyed it way more after having had that conversation with myself and getting back in integrity with who I really am. Yep. And the reality is that you guys who are listening have the ability to do the exact same thing. There's nothing special about me. I'm not superhuman. We all possess that ability, but it, I've made that decision to say, hey, you know what? I'm willing to do whatever it's going to take. I'm willing to do the hard work because that's who I am. And that's where that mind, sh that mind shift comes from. Yep. No, what do they, uh, what do they say that a smooth sea never made a skillful sailor? 
right? And, um, and so the G-rated version, I'll go Rory Vaden, since he's a little more G-rated than Andy Priscilla, who wrote the book, Take the Stairs. Great book, by the way. But he talks about the negative Ned. It's that same voice. It's the same voice that wants to keep you down, making excuses, settling into your comfort zone that isn't serving you, that keeps you from going to the next level and getting what you ultimately really deserve and what you really want. And so I love it that um, when you hear that voice, that you take action to make sure that voice knows that they're not in control that you're in control of your destiny. And I'm not going to listen to that voice. And the more you tell that voice no, and then your action supports that, that voice starts to dissipate and doesn't come around quite as often because it's like, man, every time I say don't get up, I end up on a five-mile walk. I'm guessing I'm just going to shut up because I didn't really want to do that. <laughs> that's, that's exactly right. Yeah. I, I read this quote this morning, and, and, and this is huge. It says, to give and to receive are one in the same. Okay. So I'm going to unpack that a little bit. Yeah, okay? please do. So what that means is if, if I'm giving myself an excuse, okay, guess what I'm going to receive back from everybody else? Mm, same stuff. I'm going to receive their excuses back, right? Putting so, it out there. so if you're a generous person and you give, you're going to receive back. So it's all the same thing. So you really got to ask yourself, Hey, self, what am I giving out? What am I putting out into the universe? What am I giving to everybody else? Because guess mm -hmm. what? If it's one and the same, you're giving that, you're getting that same stuff back. Are you angry? Are you pissed off? Are you complaining all the time? What are you giving? Because guess what? People are going to give you the same freaking thing. Yeah. So a better way to look at that is okay, is, am I going to get I'm going to give back? I'm going to give discipline, right? I'm going to, I'm going to give movement, movement. I'm going to give action. I'm going to give these things because then it's going to come back and people around you are going to give the same thing back to you. It doesn't happen by accident. Totally. It's just the way everything works. So yeah, the common denominator and all the problems that you're having and all the people that you don't like is uh, look in the mirror. <laughs> it is you, right? And listen, I love to attract things in my life. I like to speak it. That is a real thing. Thoughts are more powerful than reality, but guess what's more powerful than attraction? Action. When you actually decide, you know what, I'm no longer just going to manifest it. I'm going to take that manifestation and that positive thought pattern. And I'm going to put action steps to it. Give it legs, give it real foundation, start taking action. And remember that you are in control about those things. You get to decide how a lot of this goes. Some things that you don't get to decide, but this morning, waking up, getting up, shutting down that negative Ned voice and going, you know what, I'm going to do what I know is better for me today. That's going to help me get to where I ultimately want to be. Because think about it. If you keep listening to that negative voice, that B voice that Andy talks about, you're literally, literally listening to a voice that knows how to manipulate you. Amen. It's the slickest salesperson in the room. Your voice inside your head knows exactly what to say to you to get you to compromise, to get you to cut a corner, to get you to settle, to get you to believe that you don't deserve that. Stop listening to that voice because God's voice says that you are fearfully and wonderfully made, that he made you for greatness. You have purpose, you have vision, and that is the real voice we need to listen to because that's really our true authentic self because God doesn't create junk. Can I get an amen from anybody out there? Amen. Hey, that's right. All right. So, all right. So with that being said, okay, so tell, tell the listeners about what it is that that research study that you mm -hmm. were that you were talking about earlier today and the impact of this. This is why yeah. you need to make that shift in your mindset 
because right now we have a younger generation that is sicker now than ever before. Yeah. And this right here directly impacts them. So if we're really going to lead this younger generation, we're going to be role models, role parents for this younger generation. Mm -hmm. We have to make some real shifts. And this is the reason, this is one of the reasons why. Yeah. And I wouldn't even, this isn't really even a research study. It's a propaganda piece, you know, put out there by the media. Remember when the, when you start seeing the media and everybody has this monolithic group think they're all saying the same thing. Red flags need to go up because it's all freaking BS and it's propaganda. So this is the title of this article coming out on, on CBS News. It says, consider drugs and surgery early for obesity in kids. New guidelines say waiting doesn't work. Yeah, no crap waiting doesn't work. But what they're saying here is that, of course, now we're in a complete epidemic of obesity, as we know. And now not only are 42% of adults obese, 20% of children are obese under the ages of 12 and 13. And of course, this isn't improving. It's only getting worse. So what they're saying is the longstanding practice practice of watchful waiting is no longer working with our children. Okay. First off, let me just kind of break this down. Please help me understand Dr. Rob, how is watching and waiting for a problem to continue to get worse? to get to a level of crisis where now drugs and surgery would somehow be the intervention. How does that make any sense? What is watching and waiting anything that's a problem and let it get worse? How is that a solution? Well, to somebody who's actually a critical thinker and asks good questions, it makes zero sense, right? To the general public and population who's believed what it is that the, that the pharmaceutical cartel has actually taught them, yeah. they're gonna go, okay, yeah, you know, I'm going to watch and wait because it gives me permission to be that seven, eight or nine, yeah. not do anything. And then the doing something, once the crisis comes down, you're still a seven, eight or a nine, which is why you're like, all right, I need that medication. So rather than putting the work in, the yeah. hard work into doing something, taking action to be healthier, you're going to let them tell you that, you know what, you're da damaged. There's something wrong with you. Yep. There's nothing right with you. So you need to take these drugs. And I, and I can't speak from a, from a parent standpoint. Um, you, you can, but as an uncle, you know, being around my nephews, I've really noticed how much they don't really listen to what you say. They actually mimic what you do. And so when you're talking about an obesity epidemic in the adult population, we already know that means we're setting our children up for obesity in the future because they're just eating and mimicking what they're watching you do. So that's a huge thing is if you're thinking, well, I can't do this for me. You know, I can't make the changes necessary. I can't be that 10 for me. Can you be that 10 for your children, right? The people in your life who look up to you. You know, everybody says, well, you know, I would die for my children or you know, I would sure as heck die for my nephews. There's nothing I wouldn't do for those little boys. But the better question is, would you live for them? Would you really do what it takes to create a life that leads them and is showing and leading them by an example that inspires them to not repeat the same patterns that most of us repeat? So not that would you die for your kids? Would you live for your kids? Will you be that person? So as we go on through this, this propaganda piece on CBS, you know, obviously they're saying waiting doesn't work. Yeah, obviously they're saying that children who have obesity are more likely to be obese as an adult and that are higher risk for heart disease, stroke, cancer, diabetes, and all chronic illness. Once again, no crap, Sherlock, 
clearly being obese uh, never works out. If you're obese, if you're overweight, you're not healthy. And so doctors are saying this, this is the worst part. Um, and this is what really ticks me off is that what they're saying is, and I'm going to just going to quote this directly. This is coming from the medical industrial complex, the pharmaceutical, as you said, the cartel, the drug industry, remember they're paying and buying this message. This is the pharmaceutical message through the media. They're saying obesity is not a lifestyle problem. It is not a lifestyle disease. He said it predominantly emerges from biological factors. What the heck are biological factors? Let me spell it out for you. They're blaming your genetics. They're saying your kids are sick, overweight, depressed, miserable, and medicated because they've got bad genes. Rob, riddle me that. Help me understand how is genetics playing a role in child obesity? I need to hear this. I don't, I, I don't even know how to help you understand that because it doesn't make sense in my brain. Even, even by definition, you guys have listened. I, I, I love why words mean what they, they mean, right? And when, when you even look at the word biological or biology, bio means life. Ology is the study of life. If you're studying the life of an organism, you know for sure if you put crappy stuff totally into that organism, you know or, what organism, that organism needs. Crappy stuff comes back out. So just even the terminology that they're using doesn't even make any sense. I think they're saying those things because there are people who are coming around who are going, you know what, maybe I don't want to go down that road. They're seeing what's happening as a result of all those drugs. And so now they're trying to make it sound like they're um they're on the side of those people who are talking about changing their lifestyle. They don't want them to change their lifestyle or they do want them to change their lifestyle and go into this lifestyle. Yeah. So they're, they're basically saying now that, that the watch and wait program doesn't work. Yeah, we get it. So what they're going to say is, or what they are saying is that now that children, uh, adolescents at 12 years old are now going to be candidates for oral therapy which is, which is pharmaceutical drugs that they'll need to take, by the way, for the rest of their life. These drugs that they're recommending are around $1,200 to $1,500 per month that is not covered by insurance. So they're not, not going to put you on oral therapy. You're going to take for the rest of your life. What these drugs do, just for the record, you know, fat cells, it's interesting. You know, we've all got fat cells. And the goal with fat cells is you want them to be able to multiply. It's called hyperplasia to continue to make small fat particles as they break down. What you don't want are when fat cells go into hypertrophy where they grow and they keep swelling and growing and then they burst. So these drugs, what they do is they help the cells, you know, pharmaceutically no longer hypertrophy and begin to multiply and grow. However, if you ever stopped the drugs, all those new cells that you made, those fat cells that were in hyperplasia, they now become hyper, hypertrophic. So they now grow. So you've literally increased the amount of fat cells that you have, and now they're going to grow and become bigger. So you literally set somebody up for a lifetime of obesity and addiction to prescription medication, not to mention the correlation now with certain types of cancers, which can't be a great clinical outcome with our adolescents. Maybe there's a better strategy than drug therapy or by the age of 13 surgery. So now they want to cut and operate on your children at 13 because drugs didn't work. Now they're candidates for surgery. So this seems really familiar to me. 
isn't every strategy that they implement the medical system for our children involve more drugs, more surgery, more bull crap, more lies, more fear, more genetics. Genetics aren't, there's no obesity gene. It doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. There's no such thing. So if it doesn't exist, how is treatments based off a lie saying it's genetic really going to be the answer? Are there, are there maybe common denominators that run in families? Is there maybe predispositions? Potentially, but I've never really seen anybody who has a real genetic problem that's causing them to be overweight. It just doesn't work that way. And it's all too convenient an answer. If it's really an answer from our medical system, it's lazy and it's premeditated because they want you to think there's nothing that you can do. If you are a victim and it's permanent, guess what? The only solution are more freaking drugs and more freaking surgery. Am I right or am I wrong? I, if I'm wrong, correct me. I don't think that I am. I've seen their strategy. We've seen it play out. They aren't trying to hide it. Not at all. I love when you get on a roll on that. Oh stuff. So man, I just get, cause uh, like, what does the Bible say? To harm one child, it's better to have a millstone tied around your neck and thrown into the sea than to harm one child. What are they doing to our children? And listen, what are we doing to our children? We have to take the ultimate responsibility. Don't let them get into the system. That's our job. It is. It is. Now we only have a couple minutes left. So, Man, uh, so yeah. So, so, <laughs> all so right, got, all right, all right. So, so you guys, you guys, you guys get it. You guys get the point. So, let's talk about then. We have something is, coming up that's awesome. We do have something coming up that's awesome, but let's talk about the results that somebody in front of ours that we just saw, and we're not going to talk, we'll talk more about it next week. Yeah. We'll talk more about that next week, but a friend of ours that we just saw who runs the show called The High Wire, his name is Del Bigtree, go check him out. The solution, he is a prime example of, of what Randy said earlier, is that we know that what it is that we do works. We had dinner with him um, a few months back. And he was finally, he's like, we, we met him several times. And finally, he's like, hey, guys, you guys obviously look really healthy, really fit. What the heck do you guys do? I don't know. So yeah. over dinner, we were talking about what it is yeah. that we do. And he's like, all right, I got I got I to gotta follow y'all's program. I'm going to do your, your program. Long story short, we drove down to Austin, drove down to his studios. We got him started on the program. Then we followed up with him after he finished the program this, this last week on Tuesday. We we're down there at his studios. He wanted to interview us. So that's going to come out on February the 9th. So you guys check that show out. Yeah, that show is going to be amazing. I'm super it's, excited about it's, it. It's going to be amazing. But the cool thing is he showed us what his results are because we remeasured him. We retested him. Let's talk about those results. And then we're going we're gonna to talk to you guys about how you guys can get in on that, how you guys can start learning what it is that he was doing, what we taught him to do to be able to get these results. So um, first thing first is when it came to his weight, how much weight did he lose? I want to say, was it was it 30 to 35 pounds? It was 30 right on the dot. Was it 30 right on the dot? Yeah. And he did this within a five-week window. So you know, 30 pounds in five weeks is transformational. And, you know, when, when he saw, of course he knew his weight, which he couldn't believe, but what he ultimately saw wasn't just the weight loss. When we remeasured him that literally he dropped 6% body fat in five weeks. Here's what's even better. Cause this is a real health marker. The amount of body fat you have compared to the amount of muscle mass that you have. So the amount of muscle mass that he had when he started the program he maintained about 99% of his muscle integrity and muscle mass, all the while dropping that 6%, which is about 15 to 17 pounds of pure body fat 
which is why his whole body, when you guys, when you see his before and after, it'll blow your mind, his face, his belly, his side profile view, like everything came in nice because he was losing body fat. So to maintain muscle and to lose body fat, that is a healthy metabolism versus just starving yourself and dieting where you lose water weight, you lose muscle, and you may or may not even lose body fat. Yeah, my favorite part was this was was because he had said something to us uh, through text messages a, a while back, or, or I said a while back, but right when he completed the program and he said, guys, I feel like I'm back in my 30s. Yeah. And so when we when we redid the testing, his metabolic age when he started was 51 years old. And when we did it yesterday, it was 33 years old. And look, look on his face. He said it was all worth it just because of that. At that point, he was like, you know yeah. what? I don't care about how much weight I lost, right. the fact that I've had as much energy as I did even before I was in my 30s, he said when it, when it really just hit him was at the very end of the program, it was like his last day of the program, he's like, all right, I got to lose a couple more pounds to be able to get to my goal weight. Yep. He goes and plays this this um, this racket sport that he that he plays. It's not pickleball. It's something. No, I didn't. I never heard of it. He actually, called it something else. And he goes. And then when I was going to hit a ball, he goes. I felt like I was just gliding through the air. I had this lightness about myself, this elevated energy about myself and his eyes and the smile on his face really just said it all right there. And I loved that about his results. Remember, he told us that that's what he wanted to do was get back to his weight that he really was in college and in his early thirties. So just so people know, when we talk about a metabolic age, what that is, that's uh, you have a chronological age and he was what he's, uh, I think he's 52 yeah, he was he was 52 a year. And then his his um I believe his meta so at a metabolic age is how you're aging physiologically versus how you're aging chronologically. And of course the goal is biological to biological age. Yeah, you want to keep your metabolic biological age way lower than you do your chronological age, which is very doable because we don't let our metabolic age get above even 18 years old. I usually keep mine around 12 and I'm 48 years old and you're 51 respectively. So keeping your metabolic age is low. So he went from 52 years old. I think his metabolic age was 51 when he started, which he didn't want to be 51. Now down to the 33 in five weeks, 6% body fat loss, maintaining muscle integrity, his body water percent improves. So a lot of times you're thinking, well, you know, that 30 pounds was just water weight. It actually wasn't. He gained more water weight because he improved his hydration, which is really the key is not just drinking water. It's absorbing water and getting it into the tissue, which his numbers went up several percentage points, maybe what three to 5%, I believe, if I remember correctly. Yeah. So it was remarkable. So, so where's the, the strategy? So what strategy. we want to do is we want to give you guys a blueprint on how you can be able to have these same changes. So you want to go to h2thinchallenge.com where on Monday, January the 26th, so if you're listening to this on Friday, sign up, register. We have a few spots left. I don't know if we have any more spots as far as the VIP part. I think of it there goes. are. If you looked at it this morning, there's there's probably five to seven spots available for the VIP so they can okay. get into the Q&A with us. So it's first come, first serve. So yep. so if you, you register, get into the VIP, if there's still spots left. We're going to be doing this next week, January the 16th, 11 a.m. Central Standard Time. We're going to restream it again at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. If you're working, no problem. We got you. We're going to actually keep the replays within. There's a Facebook group that goes with us that nobody has access to unless you're registered. So get into that Facebook group. We'll restream them inside there. But once the challenge is done, which is on Thursday, it's all coming down. 
So, and you won't be able to get back into that group. So you want to get in there. So January the 7th, h2thinchallenge.com, get in there. That's your action step. Don't be that seven, eight, or a nine, be a 10, do something. We're doing something to help you guys because we're a 10. Actually, like you said earlier, we're a 15 when 15, it comes to helping people. 15. So, uh, so get in there. Yeah, I think you said January 7th. Um, I said January 16th. 16th, yeah. Make sure that's so this. So if you're listening now, as this is launching on Friday, that is this coming Monday at 11 a.m. Central Time. We've really put a lot of work into this. And this is for those who've listened to us who really want to dive deeper. You really want to get a plan. You want a customized approach. You really are that 15 who's like really no longer going to make excuses. You're like, you know what? This is my year. I deserve it. I'm ready. I've got people who depend on me. I'm busy. I don't have time for this. We're going to throw those decisions out. That negative dead voice, get rid of it. You deserve to look and feel your best. And you know what? If you've got a busy life and you've got people who depend on you and you have children or maybe even grandchildren, don't you think they deserve to have your highest level version where you're vibrating at your highest frequency, your happiest, healthiest self? No doubt they deserve to have that version of you. And more importantly, you do as well. So we love you guys. Where do they register? One more time. Yeah. H2ThinChallenge.com. Go right now. It's free to register. And if you have any questions, you want to get into the VIP group, give us a shout out, shoot us a DM, and we'll make sure that we get you in. That is closing out very, very quickly. Awesome. You guys have a great day. Love you guys. Thanks for listening to the Happy Healthy Life Podcast. If you enjoy the show, make sure to follow them on Instagram at the H2 Life or on YouTube and Facebook at the Happy Healthy Guys. Don't forget to like, subscribe, follow, and review the show wherever you listen to podcasts.